0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 528th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, Steve. Uh, with me is Greg.
1: I am back from my whirlwind win at Worlds, as you can see by my exclusive Worlds plush that Trophy. I got while Congrats. in London. Congrats! Uh, I won Unite, the TCG, and the VGC. Uh, however, there uh, were some complications with the record, so it's not been finalized. You may have read other people, but that is not true. I am in talks with uh, the Pokemon Company International about (laughs) restoring my rightful place as top master. Uh, So, update coming. But I do have my Roserade plush proving that I was at Worlds.
0: Got it. Weird that Sejin Park qualified for multiple events, but they made him only pick one.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they don't have the negotiation power that i do yeah, i said i am on the number one podcast and i will True. rip you to shreds <laughs> True. if this doesn't go through also i wouldn't go so look i'm the, the tabby, tabby, tabby yeah i tapped i tapped i swiped i swirled it was awe-inspiring uh to everybody who saw me there thank you if you missed me i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you Next year.
0: Next year. Speaking of awe-inspiring, Will is here.
2: I mean, I'm not inspiring any awe, but I am starting a petition to uh, make it so that no longer can people have uh, wedding photos, (laughs) prom (laughs) photos, (laughs) quinceanera photos, whatever type of fancy dress-up party that you want to have on the path that I'm trying to walk photos, in public places, if if you want to have dress up fancy and have people take your picture, go someplace private and get that done. Get out of my way. <laughs> I don't want to see it.
1: with the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we have a Pokemon show to do, and I was not here last week. I was at the World Championships, so I guess I can talk about that experience a little bit. And we have some Pokemon news. Before we get to the World Championship stuff, just fresh on fresh on my mind. Uh, GoFest is officially over. It's done. We did all three in-person events. When I say we, we it, I meant Joe. we as in the, the world. <laughs> yes. Uh, There were the, the three days. There was the first two days back in June. And then they did uh, Berlin in Germany. Then they did uh, Seattle in the United States. And then they finished the IRL stuff in Yokohama in Japan. And then, wait, I
2: thought it was Sapporo.
0: Oh, wait, no. Was it Sapporo?
1: Yokohama is where Worlds is going. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. They're, they're, they did go fest in Yokohama like in 2019, which I was reading about earlier. Uh, yeah, Sapporo. And then the last day was yesterday, August 27th. We did it. It rained, so, you know, we can't blame Niantic for that. We could. I mean, we oh, could. Oh, I can. <laughs> I am.
1: Like, they had clearly have access to cast form and plenty of the sunny
2: day moves, and they used none of them. So, I mean, hello? I did think it was kind of strange that I got a bunch of Kyogre stickers. I don't know if you guys did, but I got a bunch of Kyogre yeah, stickers. Yeah, I got some. Oh, I didn't look at my I'm stickers. Like, oh, yeah. that's why yeah, that's it was why. raining all day.
0: Release the Groudon. Release the Torkoal. They all have drought. Rain aside, I want to talk about whether or not this GoFest felt like a Go fest. because I'm going to say it didn't. Uh, but it, it didn't feel that way because of the rain or because of the location. And I, I don't want to say that it felt that way because of the spawns, because I thought that, like... I don't know. I thought the spawns weren't awful. But now I'm trying to remember our pros and cons from June, and June felt like an eternity ago. Because uh, yeah. I think here's, I think the first day I we stand played stand in the art it? park, correct, and then the second yeah. day we yes. played at Como, uh, which is a, yes. a yes. zoo. Um, and I remember the second day being like, "Why is there only Nilego to raid?"
1: Yeah, I my difficulty with it is I can't parse out if I'm just over it because I was oh, I was like not enthused <laughs> to do yet another go fest thing in the month of August. Like I was like I'm tired of community days at this point. I am tired of go fest. I'm just tired. I'm tired like daily incense while great also starts to itch at the I have to do this thing and you're eating up my time. The 15 minutes. And yeah. Oh yeah. yes. Where I'm like I'm getting sort of burnt on go demanding my time and to know that it was Eight hours and two-hour chunks, and they weren't repeating. So I had to be there for at least six of the hours to see everything. I, I, I was, I, I will admit, I went to the day already feeling over it, and the day did not turn me around on feeling over it. I was just tired. I'm just like, this is it. it it felt like too much over the summer. Like it was just asking too much of me this by the time August rolled around. And isn't there going to be like two events in September? And I already don't want to do either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, there's Community Day. And, is, and is, isn't there a classic? Is there a classic in, in September and, or is the classic
2: for
3: October?
1: What? Uh, I think it's September. I'm like, I'm already tired. I'm just thinking about it.
2: About I mean, me. I, I agree, Greg. I think the, the architecture of the whole thing is what killed it, right? If they had done. There the are habitats.
1: three things in September. Three. Oh, the 3rd, the 11th, and the 18th. And I'm like, I can't with you. I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. There I are some people that this.
0: only play this game, and I then yeah, those people would argue very, that there's not enough content. They, they, they have yeah, they're very thrilled.
1: limited aspects of their life, and I cannot assist you with that. Find other things to do.
0: I, I think, what Will, Will, you were going to say that, like, they have four two-hour chunks instead of the one-hour chunks. Well, they just should chunks. have ro-
2: done each habitat for an hour and then rotated them like they've done yeah. in the past. And then that way, if you miss one, it'll come back around.
0: Yes. Because, like, and, and again, I, I know this is, like, a, a personal problem for us, but we got rained out during Buzzwell. I guess if, if, <laughs> if I didn't have, like, a $2,000 computer on my back, I probably would have just walked through the rain to my car, but I was like, I can't really leave the Caribou until the rain leaves. But during the Buzzwalt hour, I missed the medal because we the the Caribou only had a gym; it didn't even have a Pokestop. So, I mean, spawns were okay, and the incense worked while you were sitting still. But I don't know which one Pokemon I was missing because by the time that Buzzwell was over, I was like, oh my gosh, I I didn't get it. Whereas at the past Community Days in June, sorry, GoFest those rotated every hour. And I think of like, it's the same argument of, you know, why isn't community day longer? Uh, What if you're working in the morning? What if you're working in the afternoon? What if you have to take your child to a baseball game from one to two? Like the repeatingness of the event made it so like, I'm going to grind out because I, can, I can't do the whole event, but I'm going to grind out the morning because my morning is free. Or, like, I missed the morning. I'm going to grind out the afternoon. Or I'm going to use this hour of Buzzwall to just get lunch, and I will wait for Buzzwell to come back around in the evening. And that we literally did that, that first GoFest at the art yeah. park, where yeah. I don't even remember what hour it was. It was, like, the ice hour. And I was like, oh, all these Pokemon are bad, and it's lunchtime. I'll just wait for the ice hour to repeat because, like... Yeah this is the best time to eat lunch.
1: I think what I noticed when we were doing it live is we were done within the first hour, and the second hour of waiting for it to turn over felt like an eternity. Like, we were just wandering around, like, let's go here. Let's wander over here. I mean, at that point, I was barely looking at the game, because I completed the challenge, I had done the allotted raids that I was going to do, I had pulled willow out of guzzlord's mouth and put him in a new jacket i had done all the things and he did
0: fix his face though like his face is different
1: yeah because we had to do massive reconstruction after he was (laughs) mauled by guzzlord are you not listening to the storyline i don't understand the thing is if it had also you had to wait for each reset for the storyline to continue they, in they, so was like
2: oh man that was the worst because like the, the second one was start an incense and I was like but I started an incense when I started this this yeah, morning yeah, and there now are some that's people, going there, for there, three hours
0: there are some people that like you know before the event even starts they turn on eight incense to like start the, right. uh, the, the whole day and then they they have to just tack on an extra because the, the quest line is like do an incense I
1: think what hurt it, one, was already feeling burnt out. Like, I'll admit, I'm sure people had a great time. I was coming in slightly burnt out. But also the fact that it rotated rotated on such a long schedule that every time we got to the second half of the two-hour slot, I was like, there's nothing that I want to do here. And I'm just buying time to get the next quest line and the next set of things to do that I know I'm going to complete in an hour, and then I'm waiting another hour for the next thing to happen. Yeah. And and the argument could be like, oh, at those times, that's when you go take your break, because you're done. And we did, and it still felt like I'm waiting. And then you had the thing where you didn't complete your OCD medal, and you, like it will never come back, and that's all you could talk about for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah, it, it did it did bum me out, because like... Every other GoFest, those events came back around and like and and, you know, if you if you got nine, if it's actually I also found it to be more engaging or more exciting. Right. Because like I remember in June, I I don't even remember. It was like the grass habitat or whatever. And it was like I got nine out of ten and it was like, oh, I missed the the Fomantis or whatever and then when it came back around it was like okay i don't care about anything else don't care about shinies yeah. don't care about raids I'm, i want that Fomantis. that's my target as soon as the clock ch- turns over and it it made it exciting so to like be like oh i missed Minet- I, I missed electric uh, well, i get, I, oh, get well. I guess i don't have that metal and that sucks going into the next hour like
1: <laughs> i i can't say it is hard to pinpoint like again it's hard for me to pinpoint what made it not feel Great, and I think there are just overall there are minor annoyances on top of what felt to be like a long summer, where I was just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get the enthusiasm for the second half, and the second half dragged so much that I was just like, okay, I could just go home. Like I'm just tired. <laughs> and yeah, and, and then when go you got to the last nap.
2: hour, and it was like, oh, we're just gonna mash everything in. And it was still like, Ugh, do I have to keep doing this?
0: Well, it, it, again, it's like weird because like it the whole event. If you were a completionist, or if you wanted to like do everything right, even even if you just wanted to do the storyline stuff, you literally had to be out for six hours minimum. Yeah. Whereas I know plenty of people, and they pro- they probably don't listen to the show because we got a lot of hardcore people that listen to the show. But like when when Irene did go fest or uh our 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 friend alex did go fest and they they rarely do these events but they do the events because they're like looking for something to do and they're like for 10 bucks you guys are doing this i'll do it like cool i'll play pokemon go once a month or once every once every weekend they'll only in my experience do the four hours they're like i've experienced every habitat i did what i needed to do i finished the thing i'm going home now and that's fine like they got their money's worth and then there's, like, the hardcore people that want to do the whole thing, which is which is mostly us. But, like, if if you finish the event in the, like, like after I realized I missed Buzzwall, and it was um, the electric hour or whatever because uh, Zerkatree was in raids. You jumped into Zerkatree, Greg, and I was like, I, I don't want to miss the collection challenge again, so I'm just going to focus on collection challenge. Literally did the whole collection challenge in 10 minutes. And then I started doing Zerkatree. And then I finished the quest line, which was like Team Rocket stuff. Finished that all in 30 minutes. Yep. There's really nothing else for me to do unless I want to grind XP on Tree, which I guess is like fine. It would be nice if they were shiny so I can do two things at once, but you know, they're not. Or shiny check. So I think about the players that are not the like, I want a million shinies. I want a million XP. They're just kind of like walking around because they have to wait for the next story to kick in after like Mm -hmm. another 90 minutes. (laughs) Honestly, this is this was easily the worst go fest. And we said we said like 2 months ago the like only Nylego all day was the worst go fest, but like I feel like they learned so much from the three in-person events and like the city experience and the habitat experience and giving an hour break and having the rotations. And then this one just felt like they planned it 6 months ago and they didn't take anything they learned and they were like, "Oh yeah, we forgot uh we forgot we could have made this like slightly better."
2: Oh, well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was on the books. Yeah. On the books. We're not looking back.
0: No, only look forward. Never look back. But I don't think any of the, none of the complaints had to do with the shiny rates. Shiny rates felt fine. Like... uh,
1: fine. My issue was...
0: The Pokemon selection felt good. The bonuses felt great.
1: Most of my shinies were things that I had already gotten from Community Day. So it's just like, oh, I got another Community Day shiny.
2: Yeah, I needed those shiny Machops and Geodudes. Yep. Thanks.
1: We like the again. I think part of I get part of the problem is for me having done all of these and having done all the community days. The selection felt meh, and when I got a shiny that I had that I had literally gotten ten from a community day this very year, it was also like okay, cool. I got another one of those, and it's not so much that the shiny rate felt off. I just feel that it, there's usually. I think like the selection across a lot of the GoFest, I think I said this before, feel like it's a lot of things that have always already been there. And here's a couple of extras. And the extras aren't that exciting.
0: This is what I was trying to explain, though, in June when we had the first two days of GoFest, because the, the narrative around that GoFest was they nerfed the Shiny rate, And I talked to Niantic twice. And other outlets also talked to Niantic. I'm, I wasn't the only one reporting this. And Niantic said the shiny rates for the 2022 GoFest, worldwide GoFest, was exactly the same as the 2021 GoFest. And then there, are, there were some people out there that was like, well, I got 30 shinies last year and I only got 14 this year. It was clearly nerfed. Like, well, no, that's not exactly how RNG worked. No. And then Bobby and I went through... Uh, with the help of, like, the Silph Road and other outlets, showing that there were less things that could be shiny. Mm. So, earlier in June, they had the Alolan starters. You you couldn't tap on those to be shiny, right? And then the other problem they had was there was Mudkips, and there was Feels, and there was Swine Nubs, and those all had community days. I, I don't doubt for a minute that they were exactly the same, But when you fill the pool up with Pokemon that can't be shiny or Pokemon that you're probably not going to tap. I don't I normally don't tap. I don't think I tapped a single Turtwig yesterday because like I have enough Turtwig and I just don't need the candy. I don't need to check if it's shiny. If it's shiny, cool. But like, I'm going to tap on other stuff this time yesterday. Everything in the pool for so here, Pheromosa from 10 to 12. Pikachu, Scyther, Pinsir, Pseudo-Odo, Hitmontop, Meditite, Anarith, Kricketot, Wubat, Blast. Everything that two hours could be shiny. That's a huge difference Yeah. from yeah. the June community day, where I think only about like 60% of the Pokemon in the hour could be shiny. And then the the, the next one, Buzzwool, Pikachu, Machop, Geodude, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, Megmar, Numel, Cranidos, Axew, Drillblur. The only... I don't know why I said Axie Funny. The only thing in that list that couldn't be shiny is Drillber. So, again, almost everything... Could, and that, that, was the, that was the theme for all of yesterday. So, I, I don't think the problem was, like, shiny rates or what could or could not be shiny. But, this is, but there is going to be a problem going forward because we're almost done with the Pokedex. We're almost done. Like, Alolo's almost done. Galar's Pokedex is pretty small. Like, They're going to continue turning on shinies. The discussion around, well, there was a lot of repeat shinies or a lot of community day shinies or a lot like, there's only so many Pokemon. And once Niantic turns them on, they turn them on. So, like, they have to do this weird mishmash of, like, well, here's some community ones. Here's some rare ones. Here's some new ones. But they're going to start running out of here are the new ones.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, are there any unknown
2: letters left?
1: There
0: are a lot that can be shiny. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I, no, I, I think the lab. issue. No, all the all
0: the letters are available.
1: Okay, Niantic has been relying on that to generate excitement, and now that that is waning, they don't have a better idea to fill it in yet.
0: Um, new Pikachu's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, like I think shinies are still fun to get. They are. I mean, I, I I was happy with all the ones that I got, but it is going to. It is. Getting to the point of diminishing returns, right? Like, the excitement of my seeing, I'm like, oh, cool, I got another Totodile. And then it's like, that is a shorter-lived excitement because I had a Totodile community day. Yeah. And I'm still happy that I got it, but the hit isn't as big as to when I got the Sandcloak Burmy, which, like, whatever, or the Electrike, because I'm like, oh, I I don't have those, and I'm not tired of collecting them through this app. And that's sort of the, the the problem that Go has is it's always going to be exciting to get shinies. Like, everybody likes getting them, but you are starting to bump up against people's memories of those shinies being overwhelming in your app. So me getting a shiny randomly in Sword and Shield is going to feel very different than getting a similar thing in go because go is becoming the shiny factory to some extent It's the game where you go get shinies. And so they are beginning to run into people associating shiny and shiny collecting with their game. And so that's going to start affecting people's perceptions of their tool of what the events are like. And so, You're going to have people complaining more that the core purpose of playing Go, which is at some point just becoming to collect shinies, being off. And I don't know how they are going to solve for that perception problem, but I think we are beginning to feel it. Like yesterday was fun, but also felt too long in a lot of ways, sort of exhausting. And multiple times we all kind of said the selection of Pokemon here ain't great. We're not wowed by a lot of what we're seeing. Just it doesn't feel great.
2: So now we need TPCI to implement higher shine interest rates. Sh- sh- interest rates to <laughs> interest rates to fight shinflation yeah. Inflation.
0: I had fun. I don't think it. I don't think it was a very strong ending. The other thing I wanted to mention before I move on is, to me, it didn't really feel like a go fest. I felt like there was like no build up to it and I don't know if that was me because I was like traveling and I was I was like preparing for London, I was in London, I came back. I had like I haven't even unpacked my suitcases and then I'm setting up for this stream but they they kind of I, I felt like they made a big deal for the first two and they made a big deal going into each of the live ones and this one was like, yeah, it's coming this week.
1: I I, I think the other 3 being destinations and being very overwhelming and very yeah. like these are huge go-to things that this one felt just like oh it's just it's just in your oh it's just here i just but, get I mean, to go do this and I, I i i think it's i think it it just suffers from being the last piece after three very big highly produced highly advertised destination locations right like there wasn't really anywhere to go and it also suffers from the final destination thing was worlds so like it was just oh i think run right up to it was overwhelmed by everything else that's been happening this summer and so but i don't think it had any chance of really finding its own light
2: everywhere we went people were playing though Right. right. Like we saw people playing at every, every location Everywhere. we went to.
0: I guess that can uh transition into there was a small go event at Worlds uh where they had uh the Pikachu in the the, the London what is it called? Beef 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 eater beef eater thing.
1: You know what makes me mad? They had another beef eater option. Yeah, that was uh this one and it wasn't in raids. There was no beef eater roserade raids, which I would have actually have given them probably fifty thousand dollars to remote into those all weekend. Like, you have no idea how much money they would have actually made.
0: In person, like, if you were there and you spun a stop, you got, like, a, a quest line. And then if you were watching the stream, there was an uh, a code that would last for an hour that would get you a quest line. And they, they repeated that, like, once every two hours. And they were different codes. But all the codes, ultimately, you couldn't, like... One code was enough. It, not like if you redeemed four of them, you would have got something else. It just you got one quest line from it. So that was, like, a... I understood why they do that. Did that right, like they wanted people to watch and then feel that, like, oh, I finally yeah. got the code. Yeah. And then all the spawns around that were like, or competitive stuff. So any anything that was doing really well competitively in Go, you could you could stock up on candy, and and do that. So I I don't think that's so much of a a Go thing that I want to focus on as as much as a a thing to do at Worlds. And they've really like when I was streaming worlds or talking to people, the the question came up like, I don't really care about competitive. Is it worth it for me to come out to this event? I, I think this the simple answer for Go players is that it like if you like playing Pokemon Go, then then yes, because there are everything is lured up. There's a bunch of gyms. Like obviously they like Niantic put a bunch of stops all over the place for that there was there was the exclusive t-shirt if you walked into the venue and you like swiped the the pokestop there was the exclusive field research to get like that pikachu um shiny um so i think worlds is doing a really good job at providing something for everyone um and th- this was i don't know when they started to do that cuz i i went to the worlds in um it was either 2011 or 2012. It was the first one for black and white. And that worlds had a last chance qualifier for for both TCG and VGC and that that was all they had, right? Like those were the only two games they had. And it that was that one was in San Diego. And that the the theme for that I remember was like Pikachu on like a skateboard. It was like graffiti style. Um black and white was still new. There was a there was a, a scrafty that you could get a scraggy that you could get from the the download code the pokemon center was probably in a room the size of this office i am sitting in and it sold out the first day before 10am because it because the whole event was in a hotel and the pokemon center was in this very tiny room people in the hotel just didn't go to sleep they just walked down four floors and sat in front of the the hotel room door and then waited for it to open and then they they bought everything that entire event there was no pokemon center for me because i woke up at 10 i walked downstairs and there was like sorry sold out closed. like we were not stocking anything like it is done for the weekend we messed up and then i didn't go to a a worlds for a couple years then i ended up going to the nashville one and that one started that one had like a, a pretty Pretty huge Pokemon Center, honestly, and it, it had stuff all weekend. Um, and that venue was really great. That was where you could play Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee early. Uh, they had unknown spawns. They, gosh, I don't even remember who was in raids at that time. But they had ra- they had Pokemon Go specific stops, and then after that was DC, and DC had like the special Aerodactyl Relicanth research. So they've definitely made these events more and more. What's the word? Inclusive. Yeah. In London, not only did they have the Pokemon Go stuff, they had like a learn to play TCG area, which I talked about that like the Seattle Go Fest had. They had a huge room for that, so you could learn to play the TCG. They had the movie debut for the Arceus movie, which I think um didn't DC have like a Detective Pikachu showing or something? It was like a little bit after. Yeah, the they movie did. They had out. a little theater
2: theater yeah. in the in the back.
0: So they had the movie showing, they had they had what was called the World Square, which was free to anyone. You didn't have to have a ticket, a spectator pass at all, you just had to get in line, but in there you could get like a free bandana, pictures with Pikachu and Eevee, free boba, free cookie, um, there was like a coloring station, there was like a lot of things to do, and that was again completely for free. Oh, they gave you like a free tumbler, like a, a water jug cup. Bottle water bottle. That's the word water bottle. They give you a free water bottle. So yeah, a bunch of free stuff there. Um, the Pokemon Center was the biggest it's ever been. Although a lot of the the items that the they they did a really poor job. Also full full disclosure, uh, the Pokemon Company paid for my hotel for London. Just there was money they paid for the hotel part of it. <laughs> um, they did such a poor job at regulating the Pokemon Center. So you did need an appointment, ideally, to get in, although sometimes they were just letting pe- random people in. Sometimes you could, just, they, you could just line up, and they would let you back in. Sometimes they would be like, no, you, no, no one lining up, you need appointments. So that was like, there's no rhyme or reason for that. I have no clue what they were doing. Some items had like, they had four different dice boxes, and the dice box was always kind of a big thing at Worlds, because they're these little metal dice, they're for damage counters, and then it comes with like a GX marker, and then it comes with a coin. And they had four of them this year and it was limit one, just one, not one of each, just one. So you, you pick, you, you pick one, two, three, four. And it was one per person. So like Irene got a separate bag just to get another one. So we would have two of the four. And like the skateboards were like limit four, I think um and then the the shirts had no limits the jackets had no limits i don't know if they had pins i okay i know they had pins because the pokemon the pokemon company gave me a free pin set it was like part of my like welcome package in my hotel room but i went like down there to get more pins because there was a roserade pin there was like a pikachu in the roserade pin and i was like oh i bet greg would want that that's i'm gonna i did they literally didn't exist um so i i don't know if there was a limit on them but if there was they were already gone and then we got to like the big wall of plushes where it had the Pikachu plush and the Roserade plush. And they were like stacked to the ceiling and they said limit five. I was like, that seems like a lot because you would see people walk up and put five of each in their bag and then leave. Lo and behold, the, the Roserade plush and the Pikachu plush were sold out like Friday night. They had a few on Saturday morning, but they had nothing on Sunday. And then on Sunday, the last day when I walked in, it was unlimited for the dice boxes. Unlimited for the skateboards. Take as many as you want.
3: (laughs)
2: How much were they
0: selling the skateboards for? They were 200 pounds. Yeah, okay. But no tax, because it's built in. But also, the skateboards there didn't have wheels or trucks. It was just the board.
2: Well, what are you going to do with the wheels and the trucks? They're not riding skateboards anyways. Yeah, but if you're paying $250 in America, you're getting wheels and trucks. I mean, I could get a decent skateboard for less than two fifty in America.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think they should have been more conservative in the fact that like everything on Friday and Saturday should have been like limit two, and then if they started to realize they had more stuff, like they clearly made way too many dice because there's the when when you walk in and they're like one per person, not one of each, one per person, and the last day they're just take as many as you want. Like,
1: <laughs> Please, they're, we don't want to ship these back. That's the Gen Con Sunday.
3: Yeah. more specials that
1: happen where they're like we don't want to pay to bring these back please buy our games Gen here Con do you Sunday want a free sale. game with our game
0: but I mean that also sucks for somebody who came out on Saturday and they were like oh my gosh like, I mean they had plenty of stuff they had a lot of stuff it was just like there there was like a switch case that was pretty much gone any pins were gone uh, they had a messenger bag that was gone pretty fast the Ros- Ros- rose raid Pikachu plush was gone really fast
1: if anybody wants to gift me that pin, though, I'll take it.
0: But, it, but like, the the things, I felt like if you could get it on PokemonCenter.com, it was pretty much there all weekend, which makes, like, sense, because that, yeah. that was my rule walking in. I'm not going to buy anything that I could just go to the website and order, and then it will be at my door by the time I get back from London.
1: And you don't have to figure out how you're getting it home.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I toyed with the skateboard, but it was like, I, I'd have to literally ship it. And at that yeah. point, like, I'd have to get a box for it because, like, I don't want to ship it in the box it came in because then that, I don't know. It ain't fit in the luggage. But, yeah, I, I think they did a really good job at Worlds to make it where if you lived... I, I would say if you lived within two hours, it was probably worth coming down for the day because you would be able to do the World Fair, you'd be able to play Pogo, you'd be able to watch battles, you'd be able to meet people, you'd be able to go to the Pokemon Center, um, depending on what day... Because um, I think they only showed the movie one day. Um, you'd be able to go to the TCG thing. There was there was like other stuff you probably could have done that I like didn't do because I was like so busy. But they they've done such a good job at making that feel like a Pokemon convention versus I am um, going to there to compete and then I am going to leave when I am done. Uh, yeah, and there were side events too. Like you could play. You could play in, uh, in in TCG side events or Unite side events or, or the video game side events. Because um, my friend kid was there and he didn't qualify for Worlds, but he went like six and one in like a side event. And I, I don't know. I think they gave him like a booster box or something of cards for winning. Tons of things to do. I think you guys talked about the announcement of it being in Yokohama.
1: Yep. Um, yep.
0: Last week. And... uh you know, I would I would love to say like, hey, go on over, enjoy it. But like, <laughs> uh, you know, J- Japan. Well, ideally, the borders would be open by then because I, I did. They are. I. It was in Slack that like they're they're getting ready to like loosen it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but it's still an expensive trip, right?
1: It's an expensive trip. Yeah, also, is. like, don't I mean, save for it, but don't be surprised if. Next year, they are like, no, we've got borders closed because they are politically in a a unique situation and they are dealing with a unique COVID situation right now. And we have no idea what the world's going to look like in a year. So like block it off and maybe start saving money, but also temper your expectations about this trip because they could easily close their borders again and say, no, we're just not letting anybody in. Yeah, yeah. You because don't have to worry the about like, flights not or hotels, to, yeah, anyways. Like, right
0: now, like
1: the government's not going to listen to the Pokemon company. So, like, and the government's making. The I mean, decision. some
0: governments listen. You know, Florida um, listens to Disney pretty, pretty well.
2: <laughs> not uh, really. Excuse me. Have you not nah, been paying attention to the you news been at all? Paying attention to that one because they're
1: trying to t- take a lot of things away from Disney. Exactly. For going against them, so. Uh, In a capitalistic society, corporations have a bit more sway, and Japan is in a, a unique situation right now. But, like, here's my thing. I am contemplating seriously going. Like, I, well, I'm thinking about putting money aside. I'm thinking about, like, I've got my passport. I could make this trip happen, but I'm also not counting on it because I don't know what's going to happen in a year.
0: Obviously, it, it's funny because... <laughs> It's funny because uh, I I was on the Silk Road and they were the they they posted about the Korea. There's going to be a safari zone in South Korea, um, like an hour south of Seoul. I can't remember the city name, um, but it, it like there there was a handful of comments of people being like, I, "I'm so sick of Niantic doing like why can't all these events be worldwide?" and I'm I'm thinking to myself like have these people like never heard of like concerts or festivals or like <laughs> like these like big events that you have to travel for right like like Gamescom is exclusive to Germany right like Lollapalooza is exclusive to Chicago like well now it is WrestleMania is exclusive to whatever city they decide to pick right like like Niantic did not event the. <laughs> event but. per city also and the cities get something from it right like the cities fight for these events because they want to bring in the tourism and so i'm like reading these comments and i'm like man why are people so salty about like these like in-person events because like yeah they could make them worldwide but there's there's still so much value for the city and for the company and for the people
1: also to be fair to to be fair People also complain about things being locked in destination things. People have complained about Lollapalooza being where it is. <laughs> People complain about artists not coming to their city mm-hmm. on tours. This is not just a only happens to this. People complain about things not coming to their cities all the time of all these other things. You just don't care about it. Yes. But
0: also <laughs> uh, also if if you're traveling to Korea for Pokemon Go, which is another complaint of like who would spend, you know, two thousand dollars to go play Pokemon Go in Korea. The, will. Like right Hey, this dude will right here. Like you're you're going to do other things, right? Like it is a vacation. Like like I, I have a friend that goes to every WrestleMania and it costs two thousand dollars. He doesn't go watch wrestling and come home he like goes and he explores the city and he has other things booked and like wrestlemania are these two days he does something before something after and meets up with like i think i think that people complaining maybe have just never gone on a vacation before <laughs> like, i mean valid it's hard
1: to vacation these days um i've been on a vacation in four years
0: yeah but like like if you were already thinking about going to japan and if you wanted to go to a Worlds, ideally, now's your chance to try to pair those two together and be like, well, I was planning to go to Japan for a week, Worlds is three to four days, I'll get there a little early, I'll explore Yokohama, or you I don't know, start in Tokyo or something, like, I'll go in Tokyo, I'll be in Tokyo for a couple of days, I'll go down to Yokohama, I'll be in Yokohama for Worlds, after that I'll go to Kyoto, like, you could you could make a, a trip out of it, ideally. Um and you don't even have to go to Worlds all 4 days if you're not competing. Like I think in the London experience, maybe uh 2 days of the 4 days would have been like you could do everything. Yeah. I don't I, realistically I don't think you could have done everything in London in a day, but I think you could get it all done in 2 days. Exciting? Yes. Uh unknown? You know, it it right now it's in a country that has their borders closed and they've been closed for a long time and yep. there was already a Pokemon event. Sapporo that uh, a lot of people wanted to go to. Uh I had money set aside for it. Like and I couldn't go. The borders are closed. I guess my expectations are that, right? Like I would love to go to Worlds again. I would love to go back to Japan. I thought Sapporo was going to be I thought I thought everything was going to be fine by Sapporo and it wasn't. And that sucked. But uh you know, I think there'll always be more Pokemon events.
3: That is true. Yep. All right, uh,
0: let's take a break. We have some more Pokemon news. There was a Mini Cooper. There was a movie. There's some le- uh, Legos. There's
1: some Masters excitement happening There right are some now. Masters.
0: Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, we will be right back.
2: I didn't
3: want the toy. I just wanted the, I just wanted
2: the nuggets. nuggets. Maybe it was a Space what, Jam but, Because it had because Sylvester. It got Space Jam. <laughs> I trust, uh, McDonald, I trust uh Ronald McDonald Not not at all. I trust, uh, McDonald, not, not at all. Got space jam. i I trust uh, Ronald McDonald.
0: Okay. and we are back from our break uh so no we
2: don't do that that's not it's changed now oh and now you are back yeah, i from am back our break
0: from the break um oh. <laughs> some quick news here pokemon the movie secrets of the jungle comes to itunes google play and amazon this movie was exclusively on netflix uh, but now you can either purchase it or rent it digitally. Uh, I thought that movie is pretty good.
2: I th- it is decent. It's enjoyable. Yeah.
0: It has a heck of a twist at the end.
2: <laughs> little little riff on Tarzan there.
0: There was an event in uh, Germany, I believe it was Mini, the the car company Mini. Yeah, I think is owned by BMW.
2: It's managed by BMW. Yeah, I'm not going to make any hard stakes about ownership. <laughs>
0: uh, there was a new Mini Concept Ace Man, uh, which uh, had a Pokemon mode, and it was this cross uh, collaboration where they they took uh, the the Ace Man is the like the type of Mini Cooper where they 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 decked it out in in Pokemon stuff, and then they put it in a giant. Toy packaging thing,
2: so they used a lot of plastic.
0: Correct,
1: um, it's fantastic. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And that there, there was like a the Pikachu decals on it. Uh, it was cool. It's like kind of a hard to explain in the video. Um, this is just a marketing gimmick. They're not like selling this car. No, no they are not. <laughs> but it was like, oh yeah, you know, Mini Cooper Pokemon. That happened. That was a thing. It was at Gamescom, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a, a thing they did. You know, it reminds I mean, me of the um well gosh, I, what was it what was it called? It was it was the very expensive bags that they did.
2: Not Birkins.
0: No, it was it was a Pokemon Go collaboration where the the, the like little purse was like seven hundred dollars. It was that French company I could say.
1: I was thinking you were still talking about cars.
0: Oh, oh, no, no, no. And
1: I'm like, what are you... What? The, di- the difference is the, pur- the
0: purse was a reality, but the, the, the car is not.
1: The car is a concept. <laughs> the, purse is, the purse is $700 worth of bag.
0: Yeah. Aren't all cars concepts at this point? They all just exist until they actually show up at a deal.
1: <laughs> I mean, I am... Holding out hope that the VW bus, the new VW bus, becomes a reality because I want one.
2: There is a uh, Shelby being sold in Bloomington right now that's just waiting for me to get one hundred and fifty thousand dollars together.
1: Oh heck yeah, we can we can we can do that a weekend. Let's put on y'all the
2: ain't riding in my Shelby. Mm-mm-mm. No, not unless you put on some sort of hazmat plastic. No, no. What? How dare? Sorry. You can, you, can get in the, you can get in the Mariner. Enjoy I that.
1: Have, I have been in your car. Did <laughs> you say that we should have to wear a hazmat in your, for what would be a disaster area. For a Shelby?
2: Yeah. Mm-mm. That Shelby's going to be pristine. I'm passing that down to my children. I, I'll believe it when I see it.
0: I saw, I saw a Rivian for the first time yesterday. IRL. Driving on the road.
2: It's the electric truck.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: that ugly thing.
0: It's it's I I like square vehicles. Um we
1: know you like your boxes.
0: We I do, I do. This is off Pokemon.com. Get moving with Mattel's Mega Pokemon Motion Pikachu Building Set. Watch Pikachu come to life with Mattel's new Mega Pokemon Motion Pikachu building set. Assemble this highly detailed model of the popular electric type Pokemon. However, uh that's only half the fun. Turn the (laughs) hand-activated crank on the side of the model's base to see Pikachu animate with an authentic running motion. The Pokemon's little legs and feet charge forward and its tail springs and its head bobs. There are 1,095 bricks and pieces in this set and the finished Pikachu measures uh, 9 inches long. It is a fun build. Uh, It's the nature of uh, the mechanics that provide a bit of a challenge. The set is recommended for ages 12 and up. So younger Pokemon fans might need some help assembling it.
2: I got to keep track of one thousand ninety four pieces. I don't. Is that a yeah, lot? I, I don't know. Missing? I don't. That's. Th- it's more than ten. Yes, it's a lot. I don't for, follow for like a Lego looking I
0: thing. I don't follow Lego culture. I don't know what's a lot and what's not a lot.
1: Like when you, when I we, think you know what number culture is. Is a thousand of anything is a lot.
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, but <laughs> you, like, you know
1: what numbers are. It's not like it's four pieces a head, body and legs. <laughs> it's a thousand separate pieces.
0: Yeah, but you know how they have like the Death Star at like Wall of America and it's like
2: That's like a million pieces. Is it? And... I don't know how
0: many pieces it is. I just know and it's like the... I just know it's like $800 or something for that.
2: And the problem with this one is if you get one of the mechanical pieces in the wrong place, Pikachu's got a limp. It's true. It's not going to run right. Very true. Oh, and if anybody wonders why I said 1,094 and not the full 1,095, one of the pieces is a nameplate that can either say Pikachu or have the Japanese letters, you pick. So you can lose one of them and you're still okay.
0: Okay, interesting. Uh, Are people out here buying Mega Bloks still? uh...
2: Yes. (laughs) People are buying a lot. I mean, people put together those... uh... Like you get in the robot suit and then fly around and fight battles in the robot. What is Gundam? that called? Gundams. Okay, this one Lego People love them Gundams.
1: Death Star Listing is 3,803 pieces.
0: How much is the Death Star?
1: Well, this one cuz it's discontinued that I'm looking at is $1,000. I'm looking Okay, here is a $800 Imperial Star Destroyer. Okay. And it is 4,784 pieces.
0: No. And how, how much was that? Out.
1: After taxes and everything, it be close to $800.
0: Okay, so a 1,000 piece Pikachu is pretty complex. Yep. Okay. Yes. Got it. Lost Origin comes out on September 9th, features 190 cards. Uh, I have a YouTube video up on the channel of me opening Lost Origins provided by the Pokemon company if you want to see the secret room I was in when I opened it. That, that video is is on YouTube now. I don't think Here's we're going to the- spend a lot of time on explaining some of these cards. I, the whole set comes out, like I said, September 9th. And you can is you can the
1: card that I want in it.
0: The card you want, the, the Roselia is in the set,
2: yes. The English version. We're buying a case, Greg.
1: Yeah. Because I'm
2: getting back into Pokemon TCG. All right.
1: I'll take them. If you have any of them, I'll take them.
0: So yeah, that, that set comes out soon, and then there will be one more Sword and Shield set for November. I can't remember what the name was. They announced the name. There's a, a, a Vulpix on it. Hold on. I can look it up literally right now. because I. It's you, like
2: Silver Linings. Yeah, it's like... Volpix's Wild Adventures. S- no, it's like Silver Linings.
0: Silver Tempest is the last
3: <laughs> Sword
0: and Shield set. And then after Silver Tempest is out, then we should move into the Scarlet and Violet sets for the TCG. Um, and I believe Silver Tempest comes out November something. Uh, I think a week before the games come out. Uh, November 11th. Yeah, that sounds right.
2: No, I just read it. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. It is
3: right. It is right. November
1: eleventh. sound right. It is the correct date.
0: Uh, let's talk about Pokemon Masters. Okay, so our our final pairs are Ash and Pikachu, Cynthia and Lucario, and then Red and Pikachu.
1: Uh, suit Red and Pikachu. suit
0: Red and Pikachu. Red, and Pikachu. Th- these are not bait. These are the final three, right?
1: These are these are not bait. These are the final three. Ash is here. I started my Ash pulls with. 36,000 gems today. I have Ash. And I have also have no zero gems, gems I'm assuming. I have zero <laughs> gems
3: left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was, look, I got a lot of, fi- I can't be mad because I got a lot of five stars. I finally got Alistair and Gengar. I got a lot of things. But I was like, I don't really want Red and Pikachu. Is, is, and what, I'm okay with Cynthia and Lucario have extras. But, yeah, I burned through literally all my gems to get Ash.
0: Then, doesn't, isn't Korean, Karina in the game? Doesn't Karina have Mega Lucario? Am I misremembering? <laughs> they are in the
1: game. <laughs> and...
0: Okay, so, I, 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 before anyone goes, like, well, Charizard's in the game, like, four times. Yeah, that's true. Leon has Gigantamax Charizard, and Red has Mega Charizard, and then your character can have a Charizard. But, Cynthia... And Karina both have Mega Lucario now. There's no, I, I'm sure there's differences in the the attacks, but
1: yeah, I mean they they do different things. It, it, but like yeah, I mean they exist, and they're both existing at the same time. So you could potentially have a a two Lucario team.
0: I mean, you can have a three Charizard team too.
1: You can, and I've done that. <laughs>
0: Will, is there a single character that Masters could add to bring you back?
2: Nope. <laughs> I I just I hate the gameplay. I absolutely hate the oh, gameplay yes, of fair. Masters.
0: You don't have to I play did. the game, though. I don't actually play the, the game part. That makes of... it
2: even worse. Okay? No, 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 Because
0: no, no. it's like the TCG. You can just collect the cards in the TCG. You don't actually have to play the game part of it.
2: That is... I, I don't enjoy collecting the cards in the
3: TCG. <laughs> I just...
2: Okay,
0: I guess that's fair. <laughs>
1: um, the storyline for Ash is, uh, here's the thing: Masters does do fun, not particularly deep, but fun uh, and cute storylines. So Ash being back and running around Paizo is is charming. Passio, please. Passio.
0: Oh, Ash is um, a one percent poll. He's not a. He's not a two percent.
1: He's a one percent poll. So Look, he
0: is a top. master sync pair which is the same as Archie and
2: Maxie. We have been saying since May, save your gems for the third anniversary. Don't get distracted by all of these tricks. I got got distracted
0: by Archie, though. I wanted that Kyogre. Yeah,
2: you are a meme. You are a meme.
0: I tried to warn you. Are there any other Master Sinks pairs, or is Ash the third one? Maxie, Archie? Um... Is, wasn't there like a Steven that was a master?
1: Yeah, I think there's a Steven that's a master. Isn't Cyrus a master?
0: Oh, I think, yes.
1: I don't know. There's, there's been a number of them. So wait, is but Cynthia
0: yeah. and Red going to be Master Sync pairs then?
1: Probably. Um, but like the website says it's three new Master Sync pairs. So it looks like oh yeah, they Ash, have to be Cynthia, and Cygna suit Red are all Master Sync pairs. They also changed up They've added people to the BP list. Um, so there's new pairs you can get through battle points or whatever BP stands for in this game. I forget. So they've added more. Uh, they've added Nida and Landorus. So if people don't know <laughs> who that is, you need to look her up. She's from the Battle
2: Maison.
0: Uh, Will, they added something called the Trainer Lounge.
2: I heard. We talked about that last week
0: and you you can you can form deep friendships with with your favorite trainers. Is that
2: Thank not? Thank you. <laughs> nope. Cuz you still have to play the game to get the rewards to put in the lounge. No. The lounge
1: is really its own separate Yeah, weird it's like its thing. own
0: separate Mm-mm. currency. It's,
1: <laughs> it's a weird little thing they've added to this game and I
3: don't I don't hate it. It's a good way of don't describing know if I it. I like it. It added
1: what this game didn't need is more items that make no sense and they said, "How about we add like 20 new items that only work in here and also make <laughs> no sense?"
0: Yeah, I don't know if this is another uh issue that I like I had with Emblems and Unite where I'm like Emblems are dumb and then I like took 45 minutes and I was like I'm just gonna figure this out and then I figured it out and I was like okay now I like them because I, I put the work in it kind of sucked that I had to put the work in because I can imagine other people would be like this is too complicated and then once I understood how they worked I was like okay these are really cool I'm I always I'm curious if masters is that way in some instances where there's well, so many the- items and I'm just like I, I, sh- I could look this up and figure it out but like I get in I do my polls I have a great time I leave it's fine
1: the issue with the items in the lodge is all the items that happen in the lodge seem to only affect things in the lodge. And the only reason that you're doing the lodge is to get the certificates that allow you to raise certain pairs past the current limit of 140. So if you want to go up to the new limit of 150, but only on the select pairs that are allowed in the lodge, you have to play this separate lodge game to get the items that are slightly confusing to be able to affect the main game. And I barely have things at 140. This is really one of those situations where if you are heavily invested in masters and you're like, I got to get these sync pairs to 150 so that I have the best pairs to do the hardest stuff, then I'll, then you are spending a lot of time in the lodge and probably have it figured out as a person. That's like, all right, I'll talk to you and we'll have a conversation for a while. And then I'm going to send you out to a volcano to look for stuff. And then you're (laughs) going to bring me back stuff. And I'm like, okay, what do I do with this stuff that you found at the volcano? I don't understand.
0: It's, it's weird because, um, so like I, I have, uh, like, a I, an, an agreement, a contract, whatever you want to call it with DNA, right? A partnership is probably the right words, right? Like, so when, when I work with specific companies, um, I'll have to sign like paperwork or, or contracts, right? Like, specifically for GoFest with Niantic, I had to sign a specific contract where they wanted me to like tweet twice about GoFest and use these hashtags and like, uh, talk about it on the podcast and stuff like that, right? Like, that was like a very specific contract with, DNA, you know, they, they approached me and they were like, Hey, we're, we're trying to put, you know, some content creators together for, for masters. And, you know, the Pokemon company actually recommended you. Um, and they, you've already worked with Niantic and stuff. So, um, the vetting process for that was like pretty, pretty seamless. For the, for the record, I, like, I do have like a one page contract with Nintendo pretty much being like, they'll send me like Pokemon games every now and then in agreement that I wouldn't like, play emulators or or like show people how to like hack right like the, they, that's like the one thing they care about the most is like they don't like emulation at all they don't like randomizers they don't like any of that stuff um uh i don't have any paperwork with the pokemon company itself like when they sent me out to worlds i i didn't even sign anything for that they were just like we have a hotel for you in your name if you come you just say your name and the hotel room is yours like there was no paperwork or anything when they send me like tcg cards um, the only thing I, I have to say is like I, I I agreed to the embargo you know can't open or talk about these cards until a certain day with with Masters though they uh, th- one of the things that they said was hey if you make YouTube content the Pokemon company doesn't like the word waifu uh, and the Pokemon company doesn't like the word like husbano um, you know these are just like Japanese words for like you know wifey or whatnot right it's very
2: Let's say dubiously Japanese words. <laughs> dubiously used. Japanese,
0: very dubious. And, and you know the the main reason for that, right, is because they they don't want their characters to to come across as like dateable. I guess is probably the most PG way I can say that.
1: Um which is I mean, like you totally say, fair, you right? Like say they don't want them to be sexualized that is still a PG way of saying <laughs> that. Sure. They don't want them to be sexualized.
0: Uh which is totally fair, right? Like if if they're giving you free gems or they're giving you free merchandise, they don't want you to make content where it's like pushing boundaries on like their own IP. So anytime I like open up master polls on 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 Twitch, I'm like, "Hey chat, you know, This is going on YouTube. DNA is probably going to look at it and they might reshare it. They might retweet it. But like, if you go out of your way to be like, oh, my gosh, Cynthia is so attractive. It's like, ah, that's that's not great. Like, save it for after (laughs) or just don't say it at all. Right. Like, you know, keep your fantasies to yourself. But now with this trainer lounge thing. Sorry, that was like a long winded explanation to get back to this trainer lounge. Like, that is what it is, though. Like, yeah, the, the, the terminology is, like, f- forming deep friendships. But you're, you're, like, you're actively, to me, like, flirting with them. That is to you. I'm having
1: a pleasant conversation <laughs> yeah. with Cynthia, the champion, who I admire and think has a great fighting and battle spirit. You, however,
0: are a pervert. So this this is pulled from other Look, games, right?
1: I have N in mind, and not once has N asked me out to go to a Ferris. That's, wheel. That's not, so not he yet is completely. What do you think happens, Greg? When you
0: get him to like level ten, he's probably going to ask you finally for that Ferris wheel trip. I mean, the answer is yes. Okay, but this uh, this mechanic, I I believe, or this mechanic, the the the, <laughs> the concept of the quote unquote trainer lounge. I'm air quoting for the podcast, is something that's like pulled from the game I think of as Fire Emblem, uh, where they have like you can mingle with with your I don't know what they're called in Fire Emblem, your army, your your your, your troops, your troops, your characters. Um, and I think Genshin Impact has something similar to this. I, I haven't played Genshin, so I'm not 100 percent sure. But, like, like, the Trainer Lounge isn't unique to Masters. It, other games have done something similar to that. But also, like, going back to Fire Emblem, like, that, that, is, uh, that is the thing that people really like about those games. People really like Fire Emblem characters.
2: Yes. That's why there's so many of them in uh, Smash Brothers. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: True. I'm with Greg. I don't hate it, but I don't know how I feel about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that the problem that you're running into is it uses a similar interface and actions that you find on many dating simulation video games. Correct. So if you were to play a game such as Dream Daddy, you will have very similar interactions as you're finding in the Trainer's Lounge.
0: So my experience with these interactions or these questions that they ask is my... You ever ever been to like... No. A, a, a site on the internet. <laughs> Don't
2: lie. Yes, you have.
0: Have, have. have you ever been like perusing the internet and you get like these ads for like these dating games, and you're like, who who is playing these dating games? My wife. I Your figured, wife is. I figured we out. We know who is. My my we wife know. is this person. For years, yes. I'm seeing ads for these 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 uh very out there dating games some some maybe even scandalous and i'm like who is who's clicking these links who's playing these games my wife is she loves dating simulators absolutely loves them she loves the like the the story and like falling in love and who's dating who it's like the it's like the 2020 version of those romance novels that that
1: <laughs> you mean romance novels
0: that still exist <laughs> yeah they still exist yeah. and are make millions they make bank but like like when I watch her like when she's like playing she has a, there's a lot of these on the switch by the way there's a lot of these dating simulators on the switch and when when she's like playing playing it in the background and I'm like looking up it it is ultimately like the trainer lounge is a very simplified version of that of like
1: oh very simplified except for the items that there's a ton of them <laughs> and I'm like uh-huh. What is going on? Why do I have
0: Why are we in a volcano right
1: have, now? <laughs> why do I have four different oddly colored triforces?
0: What is going on? I I'm I'm glad Masters is is experimenting. Oh yeah. Um because I think I I have always gotten the feeling that they they tried very heavily to make a unique battle. This is my opinion. I don't, I don't, you know, they, they, they didn't tell me their opinion, but like watching, watching masters grow and, and working with DNA, again, my opinion, it it seems like they, at the start, they tried so hard to like get people into the battle system and to understand the battle system and to appreciate the battle system. And now, and now it feels like they're just. Doubling down based on the surveys that we all took. Remember, they like listened to us. The, we took all these surveys, and the the thing on the surveys that won was like more characters, more seasonals, more collectibles. And ever since that survey, it felt like cut the co op. No one's using it. It's too complicated. Let's not worry about the battle system so much. Let's just worry about collecting and new characters and all that stuff. And now, because I feel that there are probably a huge amount of players in Masters that care about the collecting aspect. I am one of those players. I don't actually like do the battle stuff. I, I, I just like collecting. And I know there are a bunch of people that like the battle stuff. That's fine. Totally cool. But it seems like they're like, okay, we've gotten all these people to collect and to spend gems. How can we get them to want to spend and collect more because the battling itself isn't doing it? And it yeah. feels like the trainer lounge is the foundation to try to, like, get those people to want to do something with their collection, which is, like, totally cool and totally fair, but it's, it's kind of... I feel like there's, there's been this slow shift away from the, the very focused battle mechanic that they led with now to this collecting aspect of the game.
1: They've come a long way from, hey, we're
0: sorry we built a bad game, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is where we were. When I don't
2: think the battling
0: started. stuff is bad. I just think it's overly complicated.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: if you like mm-hmm. that, that is awesome. And I, I see the tappy, and I see the challenge of like, okay, you have to activate this, and then do this, and then wait till this, and then like put the thing to sleep with hypnosis, and then do that. Like I, I under, I like when I watch people do it, and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. No, thank you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean I think they did a very good thing by building the Victory Road part that teaches you like this is what we mean by doing all these things. And I think ultimately they also understood like people just like people want these characters to mean something. And this is what I realized why I've been enjoying Masters more than anything, it's what I've always wanted the main games to do with these gym leaders, right? I want to know them. I want to see their storylines. I want to see their personalities. I want them to be much more than I walked into your gym, I stomped you out of existence, and I left. And Masters takes these characters that I have lived within these games and gives them personality and a story and something for me to make them memorable. I remember more gym leaders now and Elite Four members after playing Masters than I ever did from the main series games. And that is its main credit, I think.
0: Speaking of a bunch of items, I know you guys went over this last week. Um, although I know that the, the three of you aren't exactly the most competitive people. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I just wanted to give my input on, on the, the new items they announced in battles. And, and I, think we, the, I think we even got like a comment of like, oh, I wish there was more insight on these items.
1: It's hard to give full insight because we don't know exactly how they're working. Uh, I to say like we can guess but like we don't there's always something like oh it they are excluding X or Y. Like we are still guessing exactly how they're going to work. Is
0: that the So like
1: the questions like I had people ask me like okay, do you think covert cloat will stop the confusion from things like swagger? Maybe. Probably I don't know for sure. Does
2: swagger do damage? No, because well, swagger no. So, is... I, so no, right? It's, but it's, it's secondary like it, effects.
1: It's secondary effects. So is raising their attack secondary effect also causes confusion? Mm. I don't know how they're going to do that. Like, I don't have that answer because we don't know yet. So we are guessing as to how they work. And yeah, it would be very cool if like the swagger confusion part didn't happen because it's considered a secondary effect, but they may not consider that a secondary effect. I I don't know.
0: Uh okay, so so mere herb, this uh this herb allows the holder to mirror an opponent's stat increase and boost its own stats but only once. Um so there, there's a there's an item in the game that became very popular um near the end of competitive and you probably saw it if you watched the world championships. And that item was called white herb and mm-hmm. white white herb became more and more used throughout the series 12 i think we're on and and it was rarely i shouldn't say rarely no i will say rarely it was like rarely used in earlier seasons just because there was different items but um white herb prevented uh stat reductions so because of the amount of incinerors that existed um like incineror would come out it would intimidate you you would be negative 1 Um, and then you wouldn't be able to do enough damage to knock out whatever is next to Incineroar or Incineroar themselves. So you would see White Herb exist on Pokemon like Cal, uh, uh, Ice Rider, Calyrex, or Groudon. And I actually think, um, some of the Groudons that made it to the, to the like top four were all running, um, White Herbs. I I think Mirror Herb would see a lot of play, uh, if, if we if we see like a Swords Dance Dragon Dance meta, which was a very popular meta, it's actually how I qualified for Players Cup 2. Is I used Indeedee to follow me, and then I used uh Dragapult and I would just Dragon Dance. And if I was in a situation where I was able to dragon dance, I would I would be in a pretty good spot to then start to sweep. So that that's the only like real situation I would see Mirror Herb in because um I, I feel like this would make more sense in a Dynamax format where the the holder is to mirror an opponent's stat increase and boost its own stat. Well, the thing about Dynamax Pokemon is you are boosting your own stats, whether that's like through Max Airstream or Max Knuckle. But I don't think we're getting... <laughs> it doesn't look like terrestrializing does that. So then mm. the, the only other moves you have to like think about would be like Swords Dance, Dragon Dance, um, Coil would be another Bellidrum. one. Belly drum? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the show in the trailer. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if this sees, I don't know if Mere Herb sees a lot of play unless the meta leans into like.
1: I Did you listen to us last week? I did not get to that part of the show. Okay. So here's the thing that we brought up and maybe you can set. So one, do we think that like a Snorlax could get this herb back through Recycle? No. He, can you not get the herb back there?
2: With you the only thing get berries recycle? back.
1: Because Recycle says discussion. items.
2: This, this isn't harvest.
1: This isn't recycle. harvest. This is Recycle.
0: Well, typing Recycle into Google without the word Pokemon gets you uh, local recycling okay. plants.
2: Yeah. Although you're wasting a move.
0: <laughs> uh, recycle allows a user to regain a hailed item such as a berry... That the user has consumed in battle. Recycle has failed if the user already has a held item. Consumed items are not forgotten, even if the Pokemon is switched out. Recycle cannot restore items that were transferred to a different Pokemon via Thief or an item knocked off, or, or items that were knocked off. But can recover items by consumed by Bug Bite, Fling, Natural Gift, and Pluck. Recycle can recover items consumed. That were originally another's Pokemon, but was transferred to that Pokemon during battle. However, a Pokemon may only consume one item at a time. If a Pokemon consumes an item, then obtains another, uh, obtains another and consumes it, the original item cannot be restored. Even if the second item is restored and transferred to another Pokemon, this is the most complicated move ever. Mm -hmm. Yes. If the Pokemon that knows recycle obtains an item after consuming one, it can still recycle to restore its old item as long as it has no item when using recycle and did not consume another item once consuming the old item. Once an item is restored, it is no longer treated as a consumed item, so it cannot be restored again until it's consumed again. In Generation Five, it says Recycle can no longer restore via Bug Bite and Pluck. Re- Recycle cannot restore a bursted air balloon, an item destroyed by Incinerate, or another item picked up by a Pokémon via Pickup. If powered up by Normal, oh gosh, I can't. Re- I forgot that <laughs> Z- Normalium Z. Z-, Normalium Z. Z- were Z. so poorly named. If, it, if it's powered up by Normalian Z into Z Recycle, the user's speed will increase by two stages, then the move itself will fail after obtaining the Z move because it's not possible to restore its own Z crystal. Recycle can restore a berry, user's berry, if it was consumed by tea time. What, the, what is tea time?
1: A move. It's the signature move of a Poltegeist. Nobody uses it as, Cle- as like... Clearly. It causes all
0: Pokemon on the field to eat um, so their, their hidden So, would Snorlax be able to recycle this? I would yeah. say yes, based on, based on that. And then,
1: the other question that we had that you is... But, like... So, it, let's say on both sides of the field, both Pokemon use a power... Uh, a stat-increasing move. It will probably be random which one it picks. Or will it be speed-based?
0: It would it would be speed based because that's that's how it, um, if it let, let's just say your um, your Snorlax has a mere herb and then what's what's in front of you is um, a Dragapult and a Garchomp and the Dragapult uses Dragon Dance. The mere herb would then activate and then the Garchomp would Swords Dance. So I don't think it would be it, 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 there's no way it'd be random. It would be like through speed tiers. I don't. I, I mean, I don't think you would see mere herb on a uh, on a Snorlax because you're still you're still better off with like a citrus berry or whatever berry that Snorlax particularly runs because you you want to then belly drum and then activate your berry to get your health back.
1: Yeah, but if you have a mental herb and somebody across the way belly drums, mere then herb. hey.
0: You have Mirror, it, not and mental then You recycle error. it and say so belly drum again, and you got it again. You would get that mental herb on like Mimi Yeah, I, I, I don't think Mirror Herb is like this. This S tier item. I don't. I don't think it's at the same level as like a life orb or an assault vest or a focus sash or. Those those are probably the top three items. I would I would probably say, covert co- covert cloak, mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. an S tier item. Which is That's this, what We said: this cloak con- uh, conceals the holder pro- pro- protecting it against additional effects of move uh, moves, and the the one that they showed was fake out. So you would still take the damage of the fake out, you just wouldn't be flinched. Uh, and I'm assuming what you guys said last week because I didn't get to that part of the episode, is like, does this work? like swagger, does this work on scald? Does this work on um dynamic punch? Does this work on uh like Thunderbolts in like you can't be like I think Thunderbolt has like a 10% chance of paralyzing you? And I would I would assume yes. Like I would I would assume that like it would prevent the burn from scald, but you can still be scalded. You can still be thunderbolted, but you can't get the 10% burn. But if the move yes. is specifically like. Will O Wisp. Will O Wisp, yeah. You can't. Per- right. the, 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 that the is not the secondary effect.
1: Right. So, like, I... the question that I think we got in, that people got into the weeds again are like swagger, the main thing is you increase their attack. The secondary effect is they become confused, potentially. So, I think there's just. A lot of questions we can't exactly answer until the item is here.
0: Yeah. So, a, a good example of, of how that would work without this item existing would be like Mudsdale. Mudsdale's ability is, is it like Oblivious or something? Uh, where a very popular thing in season th- series three was that uh, Mudsdale would be alongside a Grimmsnarl, and Grimmsnarl's prankster ability would allow it to use non damaging attacks first. So Grimmsnarl would use Swagger on Mudsdale, give Mudsdale a plus two, but because Mudsdale's ability prevents confusion, it would just be a plus two priority. Sorry, it was uh, own tempo.
2: Mm-hmm. My suspicion is that anything that is affected by Shear Force ability would also be Covert Cloak. So Shear Force is any damaging move that has a secondary effect, the power is increased, but the secondary effect doesn't go off.
0: If you're worried about being burned, you would probably so so being burned is a is a pretty pretty terrible thing to happen to you competitively. <laughs> right? I mean, and it's in pretty real life. terrible
2: thing to happen it's, ever.
1: Yeah, it's just being burned is
3: bad.
0: So so if you're if you're burned, your damage is your damage attack is is halved. Um which which in a dynamax format, if if you dynamax to Start. Isn't
1: it just your physical attack? It's attack? your physical, yeah. Physical
0: so if you, attack, if you yes. Dynamax and then you, your attack is halved, it, it almost feels like you're, you, you're this huge sitting duck.
2: Although, I felt although they are free to and very may well change all of that in Scarlet and Violet. We do not know.
0: Yeah, we don't know if Frostbite from Legends is coming over.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I also felt like, instead of reducing attack, being on fire should have reduced your accuracy, because you're flailing around trying to put those <laughs> fires, those flames out.
2: No, it's your ouchie, like a sunburned, not yeah, your fire. Yeah, but you take fire. damage
1: from it every time. You are clearly on fire.
0: <laughs> Lumberry on Landorus was very popular, because you didn't want your Landorus to be burned um so if you if you dynamax to max airstream to get the speed advantage, uh the way to counter that was like, yeah, you have the speed but now you're burned. Um and so they rode around lumberry to then heal the burn so then they can continue their sweep cuz they now now their now their attack is back to 100% and they can continue doing what they were doing. Covert cloak isn't going to replace that, right? Because it's not going to prevent against o wisp. Uh, but I suppose you, you could be scalded, and then, like, oh, I don't want to get burned from the scald, but that's, that like, scald is a 30%, so I think Lumberry is still really good in that situation, not this item. This item seems specifically very good for fake-out, uh, of, like, I, I need to, I need to dragon dance, or I need to do something, or I need to swords dance, so, and I, I can't be faked out, and the, even if you don't need to, like, or I need to set up Tailwind. That's like another thing. Like I don't want to be faked out, but I need to set up Tailwind. Probably Tailwind is the better example. I need to set up Tailwind. I can't be faked out. I don't have any way to prevent fake out. That, was, that, that is why Max Airstream was so good and probably the best Max move. Because when you're Dynamaxed, you can't be faked out. If you're in a situation where like fake out is very popular... And I'll never forget when we were in DC and they showed how like Dynamax Pokemon can't be faked out, like the entire room like cheered because fake out is incredibly obnoxious and annoying and very disruptive. And that's why Incineroar is and, and Rillaboom were some of these dominant Pokemon, because, you know, you fake out and then you switch them out and then you bring them back in and you can fake out again, and fake out pressure is very, very real. But if you're if you're sitting against, you know, a Dragapult, and a Regieleki. Only one of those Pokemon can be faked out. The other one cannot. (laughs) And so if that one Pokemon that you could fake out has this item, all of a sudden you are now facing two incredibly fast Pokemon, and you cannot do anything to slow down even one of them, which would be the Eleki, because you can't fake out Dragonite. So yeah, I think that that item will be incredibly popular and and probably the best out of the three here, but I don't know the situation which is going to be, like, best. Because we know that Grimmsnarl is going to be in the game, and, like, you could easily fake out a Grimmsnarl, and you probably would want to if you don't want it to set up screens. But, like, is that item best on Grimmsnarl? Is it that big of a deal? They fake out your Grimmsnarl? Like, versus... I want a different item on Grimmsnarl, which would be better. So, I I don't know if that's like I don't know if that's like the best item for that Pokemon, but um I think that that's probably the strongest item they showed. The last item was uh what was it called? It was like called like Loaded Dice. Loaded Dice. Loaded Dice, yeah. Uh I, I think this is probably the worst item. Uh and I think this item feels more for single play uh whereas as like the the Pokemon I think of when I the Pokemon I thought of when they first started this item was like because Cloister. Cloyster has like a very specific gimmick where it does uh what, what is it? It's not like Fury Swipes. Well, it's got sk-
2: it's skill link. Yeah, so it, it does uh, uh uh It has a bunch of multi hit moves. Yeah.
1: Icicle Spear um Is it is it The one it Pokemon ice Ball the one that's also like Rock Blast but ice?
0: There's the the one Pokemon I could think of maybe having loaded dice would be Zarina. Um, because Zarina runs, uh, what is it called? It's like called like triple ice skates or whatever, where <laughs> it, it gets it, it. If the first one hits, does like 20 damage, the second one that hits does 40, and then the third one that hits does 80 or something like that. And if you. If you hit all three um it it's it's a it's a ton of damage, but there's like a possibility where you you like miss and then you don't even get the opportunity to do the other two. gosh, what is that move called?
2: it's not cho kick
0: no not trap kick
1: is it triple axle triple
0: axle, yeah, yeah, there it is triple ice skates yeah, I can't think of like a really trip uh triple axle is probably the one move I can think of. I can't think of another move that's like rapid. Like want to hit multiple times, but there were there were some items that were introduced in sword and Shield that saw little to no competitive play, and the one that came to mind is room service yeah uh, whereas like if if trick room got activated, then room service would kick in and room service would then lower your speed by one stage, which is not nearly enough um I think if if room service lowered your your speed by two to three stages, it would actually be pretty usable. But like, I don't. That that was the one item from Sword and Shield that I was like, oh, literally. Like people people thought it was interesting when it was initially announced, but then it really didn't see any any play. I thought there was a fourth item, but uh, I'm (laughs) my my mind is still in London. I guess
1: if there is, I don't know where it is. So. Yeah, they, they just it. showed
2: the, the ability that it allows you to, to shed the tail, and then yeah, they showed the tail. move that does the... When you ter- terastalize, the move changes its type to match your terasta type.
0: Did we did we Terra f- blast. think that this... Uh, what is this? what is this? Cy- Cycles are?
2: Cycles are?
0: Yeah. Do you think that this is related to the legends? Absolutely.
2: Can I remind you of Love Disc and Alola Mola? It's a cousin, at least. Yeah,
1: I mean, you can. They came from different games, Mm -hmm. not in the same game. Love Disc and Alola Mola were introduced in separate games, same like Boufflat and Tauros, different games. These are in the exact same game, showing you doing the exact same thing, riding
0: them on their back. like They are putting out the, the breadcrumbs uh, what about Carbank and Diance? They were the same game,
1: and they are well, related. What was, list- what was listed as a legendary? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was a hidden but, legendary.
2: And wasn't wait, announced. Carbink and Diancie are related, and they are related. They are related, Dianse... but they do not
0: evolve into each other.
2: But no, don't. That is not the question you asked. I'm I,
0: sorry, I, my mistake. Uh, my question is, do we think that the little lizard, the cycle lizard, is going to evolve into these legends? I do. Because, again, Carbink and Dianse, they are related per Pokedex lore, right? Yes. That, that we know for sure. They were both introduced in Generation 6. Carbink is just a Pokemon that is there. And like also part of the lore is like Sableye likes to eat Carbink, which I think is great. Um, and then Dianse is this mythical Pokemon. That just looks like a big carbink. Um, but they do not evolve into each other. Do do I think that the the dragon with a wheel on his f- <laughs> chest <laughs> happens to look like the legendaries with wheels on their chest? Yes. But I don't want to jump to the conclusion that like, oh, he has to evolve into that.
1: I mean, just put just put your backbone on the line. What's the worst people are gonna come and say, Oh, you were wrong? Let's rock about a million things. I, I, I have stated my case. I think one of the storylines is evolving your little cycle into a big old legendary. We're going to find I've out. Stated it. Is this going to be I like? Stand
0: behind it. Is this going to be like? Everyone in this world has these lizards. Yeah, yeah. but yours is that's the what, special one.
1: Yeah, they,
2: they said that it's a very common household Pokemon to have.
1: Yeah. You do the research to go backwards or forwards in time and to find its evolve form, and you bring back the super time rock. And I think. It I don't. I don't the think. The I don't think
0: story the storyline of- is like you need to evolve yours into the legendary. If that if that's what we're thinking, because it looks like you get the legendary very early on. That would be a very short story. Or you evolve yours? Or into you evolve yours very very early on through one of the storylines. <laughs> the first storyline's done in like thirty trail- minutes because you need to get a. Bike. Or the first trailer <laughs> was being misleading. Do we think that there's a middle stage, or is just this lizard go right to uh, whatever?
1: A middle stage feels very nebby to me.
2: Yeah, but it, I mean, they've done it once. Why not do it again? Cosmog, Cosmoem. Yeah, but Cosmoem could actually
0: literally be erased. It's it's kind of a bad Pokemon.
2: There's a lot of bad Pokemon in the world. We don't just wish for their erasure. You're gonna say Cosmoem should be erased, you're gonna leave Magnemite around?
0: No no yeah, <laughs> Magnemite's mm-hmm. fine. No, Cosmo could just go into Lunala or Sogaleo. Like Cosmoem just kind of exists.
2: Or it could just be the nice Pokemon that it is.
0: Okay, so cycle Cycle is dragon normal. This is the first dragon normal Pokemon because Drampa Isn't Drampa is normal dragon.
2: Oh, ah! You Need to chill. You need to chill, Drampa. Oh, the difference! The
1: difference! Oh, the difference is so huge. Oh, I can't even stand it. That oh, you that would us. be on you a bar. Us. That
0: would be on a bar quiz a million percent. Mm-hmm.
1: I, if that's in a bar quiz. And they get uppity about it, leave that barquets. Cause they are, <laughs> if they were like, if they were
0: like, jerks. name, name the dragon normal Pokemon and people all wrote down i and be like, nah, 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 Drampa's normal dragon. Um,
1: yeah, I would be like, mm, okay, we're out. Uh, drinks are on you cause we are all leaving without paying this check.
0: Okay. So if, if Cycles are is dragon normal, is that then confirming that? Miraidon and Coraidon are then dragon.
2: No, only if they're related, but also not necessarily. Also, I mean, apparently, I, w-
1: the... I will stand behind saying yes. Like I think they are dragon slash something, but that doesn't mean I'm right.
0: They certainly look like dragons. They do look like dragons. There's a there's this like there's this like not popular Pokemon. I, I think his name is Charizard. Also looks like a dragon. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I've never heard of Charizard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty new.
1: He's... Also, I think there's a couple of dragon-type leaders that, need, that you need to talk to them about their use of Charizard then.
0: Cyclezar shares the category with Skidoo and Go-Goat. They're all known as the mount Pokemon. So does that also, I confirm would like, that um, we get to ride Go-Goat in... Yeah. Wait, what is this region and it called? it becomes a legendary. Paldea? Paldea?
1: Paldea. Paldea. Paldea!
0: Not to be confused with Pasio.
1: Um, I would also like to take us back to our conversation um, about technically at the bar uh, and technically Mega Charizard X is dragon Mm -hmm. so therefore Mm -hmm. charizard is a dragon (laughs) and Mm -hmm. looks like a dragon okay so Mm -hmm. if you're gonna get all me about your normal dragon type i'm gonna come back to your little trivia quiz and be like okay if your example is charizard charizard can be a dragon
0: can how how do we run a trivia night at a bar and have the most obscure Questions to make Pokemon fans angry.
1: Easy. We open up a bar. Okay. We have mm. we say we say Trivia Night Friday Pokemon themed and they will flock to our Correct. doors. All we need to do is come up with the most poindexter bits of trivia. How many Pokemon does <laughs> Ash actually evolve? Uh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, no, no, no. Technically, Charizard evolves itself. <laughs> he didn't want that to happen.
0: There would have to be something out there, in there, that Pokemon the Movie 3, there's not actually an Entei in that movie, because it's just an illusion created by the unknown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not actually an Entei. <laughs> and another one has to be, what are the three legendary dogs? Zashi and Zamazenta Eternatus. My favorite dog. Eternatus is not a dog.
1: <laughs> Do I want? I, I, Zashan, I wish. I wish I was
0: smart enough. Slash had enough time. Slash had. You could leave it right there. Yeah, this is true. Podcast over. I I don't know. I don't even know if if I, if I had the time and energy and the the editing skills on YouTube, and maybe this already exists, but do you remember the amount of rumors that happened before every Pokemon game like when I was in Japan and you guys were hosting the the show and you guys talked about armored Pokemon for sword and shield and like
1: oh yeah yeah vaguely and like do I remember us having that conversation no did we probably have that conversation
2: sure. yeah <laughs> I we don't were looking remember. at the clouds on the region yeah and yeah like what's at the north and what's at the south
0: yeah, yeah. and then I remember like this the cmyk conversation of like how like Zamazenta is Mm -hmm. magenta and Zashin is cyan and that means there must be a third dog and the third dog must be like yellow because that's the that never happened right it it did because Bolt Hunt is yellow, <laughs> the third legendary dog. Mm-hmm. Do not argue this point with me, because I have an answer. So I I think I think that would be like for me that would be a fun YouTube video to watch, and I don't think it exists, but I would love to watch a video of like all of these 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 uh theories that like had, you know, a lot of basis off of it, but then none of them came to fruition when the games actually came out. Same with like Lily supposed to be like Nyaligo, and then that didn't actually happen. And then like, remember how like people what? were pairing the characters of Sun and Moon with Ultra Beast, and they were like, "Oh, these two mm-hmm. have to do with," but they really didn't have anything to do with it. It just—I
1: mean, they did. Yeah, I mean, well, like, no,
2: her mom was dressing her, her mom as mom Was
0: dressing her as Nyaligo because she was obsessed, right? But like, they weren't. Like there, there were like theories of, anyways
1: like if like uh, if you're looking for a website of the many many theories people have gotten wrong about pokemon it is a never ending series mm-hmm. because there are always things people say
0: correct that's why i'm like are we people are so confident that are is going to evolve but also people were so i am not confident that there was going to be a third dog Not Bolton. (laughs) Uh, You can argue that
1: point. You're wrong. (laughs) Because Bolton exists and Bolton's the best dog. Here's the thing. It is, and I've always said this, it is fun to come up with theories. It is. But do not temper your... Do not build your expectation and hype around your favorite theory coming out no, i life.
0: don't I don't want the theory video to exist to prove people wrong. I think it's just a fun video to be like, "Oh yeah, I remember when we all talked about that.
1: Mm. I know you too well. You want it to show people. i've been in your twitch chat. you would be like i'm pointing you to go to minute forty two of my <laughs> eighteen hour <laughs> opus about how wrong you are." <laughs>
0: No, I, I think that's a fun... Like, I, I wish I remembered all the theories before X and Y, but we're getting to a point where I don't really remember them that well.
1: No. I mean, somebody And I wish I kind of wish they of were time.
0: documented in some sense.
1: Somebody out there can go through all the backlog and make a wiki. And then we'll, we'll base off the wiki. So do a bunch of f- work for free, and we'll benefit from it.
0: Capitalism. One last question before we finish this show, because we gotta do our last two segments. How was your guys' experience watching this trailer and watching worlds in general from home for us not being there? Like did did it feel eventful even though you weren't there?
1: Uh, I watched the trailer.
2: But I agree. <laughs> that that is my statement as well. I did not watch worlds at all. None percent. I didn't, did not turn to that I Twitch didn't watch world. Their, right. you, didn't
3: wa- codes...
0: you didn't watch those Unite matches. He no. was in them. He was
1: winning. Them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was winning.
2: I was crushing. I was
1: crushing and making people's dreams end. <laughs> their their um,
2: limited time availability codes d- did not entice me. I didn't even. Is it because? Of, is to... it, it was a serious question? Well,
0: was it because of time zone stuff?
2: No. Okay. I I, I don't watch Twitch.
3: Um, it was on YouTube and... as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
1: mean some of it was time zones right like uh, stuff that happened during the day for them I was either asleep or at work like 7 o'clock then when the day was over was 2 o'clock in the afternoon here and I'm solidly in work Um, but also like there is a part of me that wants to go back and like sit down and actually analyze what happens in the Unite matches to, like, understand people's choices. But another part of me also understands that unless I have four other people that are doing the same thing, ultimately those don't serve me because when you are doing solo or duo queue, you are developing a separate set of skills than a coordinated team does. Yeah. So ultimately watching those unite matches to see what a team of 5 does is great but only if I have a team of 5 because that's the only way that those skills transfer.
0: I think I think there's a little bit of that where where like I was watching uh, a Cramorant player and the way they were moving was very different from the way I move. And I would be curious to watch that player more because um it made me think about like I've never thought about like navigating the map this way. I've never yeah. thought about like positioning right here. Um so I think I think there is some self-improvement if you can find a person that plays your favorite character and they play it in a way where you can right. be like, "Oh, I I can I can probably do that."
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not say that there aren't skill transfers, right? But I mean, I will also say this, I don't enjoy watching competitive sports. I don't enjoy mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. a lot of spectator things where it's somebody else doing a lot of skills.
0: Oh, I couldn't look away from the united stuff
1: and it just it doesn't it doesn't draw me in right like i I still watch like we watch reality TV night, right? Like we do things like project runway and we do things, but a lot of it is just to see what the finished garment looks like, not the process of getting there. So I am not a person that finds a lot of enjoyment in watch watching spectator events. I just, it's not for me. Um. So no, I just didn't, it didn't really ever occur to me to tune in other than I thought, well, Steve's on, and I know it's important to have good numbers, so I'm going to put it on the background while I do work or whatever else I'm doing, so that it so that it's registering. Like you were the draw there, not the event for me.
0: Hmm. I I I, one of the things that bummed me out the most about Worlds was I was so busy I couldn't like just stop and like watch the matches, and I couldn't sit Hmm. in that theater and like feel that energy that like. It's, got, it's almost like the same energy you would get for, like, going to a concert or or being at, like... Oh, a, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like, I, I'm not a, I'm not a sports person at all, but I've been to, like, baseball games because I've gotten free tickets to baseball games. And it's like, why would we not go? Like, let's just go and hang out. And once we get bored, we can leave. It was free. Like, it's something to do. But, like, even though I'm not into baseball, I can feel the energy of other people getting excited when something happens in baseball, which is very rare. But when something exciting happens, you you, you feel it. And it, it sucked. It, like, part of me was like, I love watching these announcements and like this stuff with my audience on Twitch. And like, they, they're, they're very funny. They make me laugh. I try to make them laugh. Like, that is an experience that like only happens with live content. And then, but like, part of me is like, I'm literally in the room above the stadium where everyone else is sitting and they're like seeing it live. And I, I could literally walk downstairs and be in that, but then I can't do this. Um, but Uh, uh, it's like uh, irene sat down in that audience and she was like it was incredible like watching those matches and like hearing the crowd like cheer when like something happened and for and I, i just think of watching competitive stuff like watching the final matches of the vgc was really exhilarating and exciting and like They still have so much work to do with the TCG because the TCG is very like... I don't know. It almost feels like golf. Like, like no one's really erupting in cheers when things happen. And it's really kind of hard to follow because you never really see their full hand. There's a lot of shuffling. um, And, like, the cards are really tiny. Where, like, when you're watching, like, two Dynamax Pokemon, it's, like, very... Even if you don't know anything about Pokemon, you're like, oh, well, that was a huge water-type move. That was, like, a psychic-type move. That was a lot... you can kind of grasp it, but with like TCG, you're like, oh, I'm not really sure what's going on. Like why, what, what card was that? But then with, with Unite in Pokken, re- last like Poken, I think again, anyone can watch and see like these two, like two Pokemon on screen, they're fighting each other. There's health bars at the top. I get it. And then like Unite was just also exhilarating in the sense of like a team sport of like watching five units move across the map and score goals and stuff and it was a bummer that i didn't get to like watch that in person i do want to go back and watch the unite matches and stuff um but i i think that is one advantage that unite has is like i feel like you don't need to know anything about unite but you still understand that like flow of how the match is going like i I, like for a long time like i never understood football i just knew like as once the team gets to the other end they score points like i didn't understand about first downs or like safeties or like why they would do certain plays um and you slowly develop those skills like watching football uh and i think the same for unite but uh yeah i don't i don't see i don't see unite going anywhere as a staple of these these world Mm -hmm. tournaments
1: i mean i will say this like i have been to baseball games i enjoy being a part of the crowd like that that energy is infectious Like, if I was at Worlds, I would have been like, yeah, I loved being in the crowd. But if it was me, and there was nobody around me, and they're like, we're going to give you a private room to come watch these matches, I'd be like, eh. (laughs) Can anybody else come in with me? Because I want to talk to them about it. I'm not, these things up here don't interest me. Like, I've been to baseball Mm -hmm. games. I don't care what's happening down there that much. I care what's. The excitement around me more than anything else.
0: Okay, let's do one quick question of the week, and then Pokemon of the week, and we'll get out of here. What is the question of the week?
3: Sheesh! <laughs>
1: I'm very I mad. knew that. Get you. I'm canceling question of the week. I'm canceling Cancel. it. <laughs>
0: this is robert from our youtube hey if you're watching on youtube like comment your question of the week uh hit the little bell button all that stuff um robert says uh do do you have any pokemon memories that turned out to be a mandela effect for example for some reason i remember seeing an episode of ash catching a taurus as a kid even though it never aired in the u.s well apparently i thought there was a fourth item uh yeah (laughs) that That didn't happen you you just had that
1: I mean, here's the thing. There are things that I remember that I carry with me that don't apply. So it's kind of that way. Like, I still am in the, because you needed to be in a Pokemon Center to transfer into Gale of Darkness and stuff. I've never, I still have it in my head that to save my game, I have to go to a Pokemon Center. So, whenever mm. I'm playing a game, I have, even though that doesn't apply anymore, it's not a thing anymore, I still have to go to a Pokemon Center and put myself in it. And then I feel like I can save the game and shut it off.
0: Now, see, that just reminds me of where, like, the bug in X and Y, where if you saved right. in, was it in a Pokemon Center or was it outside if saved of Pokemon? you
1: outside in Lumio City.
0: Yeah, in Lumio City. Crash. It would crash. It, there was a small chance it would crash.
1: Right. I so I also say like four years because the power up moves didn't work properly in Gen One. It took me until Gen Five to finally believe that Sword Dance worked.
0: Uh the thing uh, here's the thing. I for for I still I I thought this throughout various battles in Sword and Shield that Bug type was weak to Ice, mm. and I don't know it where i be. I I don't know where I got that from, but I, anytime I saw like a bug i'm like oh yeah i can just ice beam this and then it will be super effective and then it never was and i was like
1: it even says it in the thing
3: now
0: (laughs) but yeah bug is not weak to ice but i always thought it was there was also that thing well that, that was just like that was game freak's fault where when you fight brock and you're like oh electric type attacks don't work i also as a kid i thought like oh i can't use electric type moves on rock pokemon but because Brock is the rock right. and ground, right. I didn't, like, put two and two together until, like, Gen 4 or something like that. But the, I, for some reason, I, I always thought that, like, Bug was weak to ice, but it's not. And then I was like, maybe in Gen 1 it was weak to ice, but no, I don't think it was. Maybe it was. I don't think it was. Maybe it was. There's a lot of things that I
1: remember they that it me a long time up. to unlearn. Yeah.
2: Anything for you, Will? I can't think of anything. No kind of just take the games as they are.
0: <laughs> Pokemon of the week.
2: All right, last week's Pokemon was pretty short. Uh this Pokemon who probably was not named for Don Diego Vega will at various times not take damage from psychic type or normal type ghost type and fighting type moves. At various times, it will take double damage from fighting-type, bug-type, and fairy-type or dark-type moves. You can or cannot tell just from looking at it. So easy.
3: It's...
1: Yes. I don't know. It's Chatter. It's Skaroopy. No,
2: you gotta get it right, Steve. You <laughs> gotta get it right. <laughs> I don't know it's, what
3: it is. It's, it's more- the first time I on. read the trivia.
2: Here, let me, let me repeat the last question, okay. the last sentence. You can or cannot tell just from looking at it. Cannot tell what? Whether it's going to take damage from the different types of moves. What Pokemon is able to disguise itself? It's Zorark. And it has, it's either dark type or normal ghost. It's so it Zorark. either Zorark. There that's no, no. One Pokedex number, one Pokemon. <laughs> one one
1: Zorua. Poke- this is this is the problem with these forms making everything worse.
2: And uh it is not Zorua because Don Diego Vega was Zorro. Ark. No. Well, I mean, yes, but <laughs> there's no. only one Zorro on the Arc.
1: That's why.
3: <laughs> Wait, is it Zoro Ark? Yes. It is Zorark.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Off the rails. I ruined everything with the sheesh. <laughs>
0: yeah, you really, threw, you really threw me off. Really hard to recover from that. No other Pokemon have the same type combination as Hisuian Zorark and its pre evolution Hisuian Zorua. Um, Hisuian Zorark and Zor- Zorua are the only Pokemon immune to both their types. Zorark was first revealed by Masuda as a silhouette in February 7th, 2010, uh, in the edition of Pokemon Sunday. Its full image was revealed March of 2010 in an issue of Korakor alongside its pre-evolution Zarua.
1: That was so long ago. How is that possible?
0: <laughs> Due to its debut before Generation Five in Zorark Master's Evolution, it can see pa- it can be seen parallels to Lucario, which debuted in Lucario in the Mystery of Mew prior to its release of Generation Four. Unlike Lucario, however, Zorark was rele- revealed at the same time as its pre-evolution form.
1: And unlike Z- Lucario, <laughs> they've never pushed it as hard as they did Lucario.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, it did have its own whole movie, so.
0: Though evolving from Zerua at level 30, pre-release information from Korokoro suggested it would evolve from Zerua by a method different from known evolution methods. Uh, what method it might have been is still, uh, if it was true, is still unknown. They're just saying that like there was supposed to be maybe a gimmick and that gimmick never happened. Mm-mm. Zor- Zor- Zorark and its pre evolution are the only non mythical Pokemon to have an event exclusive for a time prior to the release of Pokemon Black 2 and White 2. That was, um, wasn't that like where you had to show an NPC like S- Celebi?
2: No. You had to take the three legendary beasts to a certain forest in black and white, and when they were there, they would run off, and then you'd get Zoroark. Wasn't
0: there somebody in because, the- because,
2: because the movie was about Zoroark imitating the legendary beasts. Yeah.
0: But you would get the legendary beast through that GameStop distribution, right?
2: Yeah, right before- Right before the movie. It was like right before yeah. the, the black and white came out.
0: All right. Well, yeah, there's a little bit more trivia, but it's not as exciting as what I read.
2: All right. This week's Pokemon. uh, As many friends of Dorothy know, this Pokemon has the potential to be received from a Pokemon professor in eight different Pokemon games. While we do not know if it will appear in Scarlet and Violet, we do know that competitively, it doesn't care about the Covert Cloak at all. Its hidden ability adds 30% power to moves that would have an additional effect, but in itself, remove all in itself, removes all the additional effects. That was hard to say.
0: All right. We will be back next week. There was a bunch of news we didn't get to, actually. Um... In regards to like the development of Arceus and uh, some different typings available in Scarlet and Violet. We'll get there next week. Uh, I just wanted to get through GoFest and London and um, just want to talk about those items again and, and that cy- cycles are. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Uh, it was a little bit of a long one today. So, uh, again, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, comment, subscribe. It really helps out, especially as we lead up to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you want to help out that way, you can like leave a review. That's like super, super helpful. The reviews are really helpful. If you are listening to Apple Podcasts and you want ad free versions of the episodes or bonus episodes, uh, you can subscribe. Uh, If you're on the fence about subscribing to Apple Podcasts, uh, you do get a two week free trial. Um, that you can and you can listen to all the old epi- all the old bonus episodes in that two weeks, and see if you like it. Uh, otherwise, um, Will is at washing the sink. Greg is at white wing. I am at dragging a lake. Uh, you can follow the podcast uh, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. P K M N C A S T. But thank you for listening. Otherwise, uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast, and we are. Super effective. Super sheesh. This podcast is made possible because of our patrons. A huge shout out to our producers on Patreon, starting with Steven, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. If you too would like your name read at the end of the episode, or you just want to support to get ad-free episodes or bonus episodes, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. Thank you all for your support, and we will see you all next week.